Hey y'all, it's your girl Afronomical, and today, well, today is currently January 7th, Thursday, January 7th. I'm recording this at like 8 a.m. I have already taken a few hits off of my pipe, and I'm just, um, if you're not aware, yesterday on Wednesday, January 6th, there was basically, um, well, American media is calling it a Trump supporter protest, I guess, that went wrong or whatever, rogue, I don't really care. I don't really understand why they're, well, I do understand why they're not calling it what it is, um, which is white domestic terrorism, because the media, the cops, the military, they're all in compliance with white supremacy they all uphold it they all agree with it to some degree and yeah so that's why you keep seeing a lot of the the oh the protesters the protesters despite the fact that they are not protesting anything there is no cause that they are rallying behind other than the fact that they feel as though donald uh trump the current president of america until Uh, January 20th when Joe Biden gets sworn in they feel as though that Trump has gotten cheated in some way even though he just literally lost an election like dude it happened get over it anyway um personally I thought it was funny like I really thought it was hilarious um I was scared in the sense that I was scared that something that could occur was a bombing like what happened uh, on Christmas Day in Nashville, Tennessee, where a white supremacist blew up pretty much that entire block, you know, with his uh, car bomb. It was like a white minivan, I believe. So yeah, that was my biggest concern that there would be a bombing. And apparently that they, they did find bombs. Uh, they did have pipe bombs or whatever. And I know they had guns and everything like that, but I'm not sure if anything was set off. It doesn't seem like there was. It really just seemed like they just went in there screaming, you know, breaking shit, just being stupid and whatnot, whatnot. But this this episode wasn't really going to be about uh, white America's stupidity problem or the fact that this nation was founded by white supremacists for white supremacists. Uh, and intended to be upheld by white supremacy so I mean I'm not really going to get too in depth into that and I'm not really sure why other people are acting so surprised (laughs) that this occurred I I really feel like people in this country forget that this country was founded on the attempted mass genocide of several different ethnic groups that already lived here several different indigenous groups that were already living here and then the enslavement of another race (laughs) from another continent and that continued for centuries so it's like you know if white people can kill thousands or millions really I'm i'm really not sure how many native americans they did uh murder it's probably the number is probably in the millions honestly billions maybe who knows if they can do that and they can enslave millions torture millions rape millions and do all that you're really surprised that people who 
literally voted for a white supremacist and expected this white supremacist to win the second election, you're surprised that they took over a building and that the police and the, you know, everybody just kind of let them. Like, I literally saw videos where the police were helping. There was one video where the police were helping an old woman up into the building. I saw a video where a cop was taking a selfie with somebody. I saw a video, I literally just saw videos of like police officers doing nothing. And I was like, yeah, that, that pretty much checks out considering that you guys are basically just, you know, modern day slave patrollers. So I mean, I guess, but I just didn't think it was gonna be broadcast on national television. You know, they always say that the revolution will not be televised and ironically it was ironically it was even though like this isn't the revolution that most people are talking about but this is a revolution of sorts we are witnessing um i'm not i wouldn't call them unprecedented times in america because shit like this has always happened it i would just say we're returning to a place of you know uncertainty unprecedented times yada 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 because let's be real it never really ended (laughs) i'm not really sure why we're just acting so surprised and shocked that this happened like do you look at the news do you see the crazy shit that people do in this country to people who have done nothing to them like all the black people that get shot murdered tortured really by law enforcement military personnel the government imprisoned by the government and it's like we don't do shit so why why is it that when this happened everybody's like oh my god the capitol building oh my god this is this is insane i'm just like really this isn't even like like dude we lived through 2020 like this isn't even like one of the top 10 craziest things that has happened in america in like the past maybe five years let's be real but I mean, for white people, I guess this is their wake up call that, yeah, your neighbors are fucking racist. Yeah, the guy that has the Donald Trump flag and the Donald Trump bumper sticker and Donald Trump 2021 plastered everywhere on his fucking lawn. Yeah, he's a racist. I'm sorry to tell you, Bob. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to tell you, Midge. Yeah, they're racist. Um, and then on top of that, it was like Kanye and Kim. I don't really care about them. And I don't really care about you know their marriage but i'm forced because i live in america i am forced to see it and forced to engage with it regardless so yeah they're apparently getting divorced allegedly and i'm pretty i say allegedly because i know that all of this was most likely leaked from the kardashian slash jenner family themselves um and kanye is quote unquote again allegedly cheating on Kim with Jeffree Star that's what people are saying but I've also heard people say that that's not true so I'm just gonna go on the fact that they're no longer you know planning on being together or whatever which again should surprise really nobody because Kanye has been really bad for Kim's image and ever since he went full MAGA and full Trump supporter you know he's been bringing her down <laughs> he has been bringing her down dragging her down and she's most likely just tired of all having to deal with all that shit i don't blame her but at the same time the kardashian jenner family is known for using black men when they want to get successful and then dumping them for the newest black man that rises up in fame so at the same time i feel 
bad for neither Kanye nor Kim because at the end of the day, they're both egotistical narcissists and honestly, they really do deserve each other. But now back to what this episode was about. This episode was about emotionally immature parents. So my last episode, I talked about why people should stop beating their kids, right? In this episode, I think I want to talk about how a lot of people, regardless if you do or do not beat your children, a lot of people are not good parents and they do not understand what it means to be a good parent a lot of the times because they were never shown good parenting growing up. Like, you know, it's always a cycle. If your parents were shitty, there's a good chance unless you go out of your way to educate yourself and basically, you know, do the opposite of nearly everything they did, you will most likely also continue some shitty shit that they did and it's not really your fault it's just human nature I've noticed that now like now that I'm older I would say that being alive being a human being going going throughout the daily motions is really you know 50% of it is your personality 50% of it is you using your own free will and maybe your own experiences to guide you and the other 50% I would say is your environment like you know your heritage your parents like your guardians whatever environment you grew up in is clearly going to shape the way you see the world how you interact with the world how you interact with other human beings other people other animals other plants the environment whatever so i feel as though it's hard like i don't want to say that a lot of people are bad parents because you know they want to be i don't think anybody really wants to be a bad parent but a lot of people just don't understand or they don't think what they're doing is bad. And I wanted to talk about emotionally immature parents because I feel like a lot of us have them. If you have a parent who growing up like my mom, when I was a kid, she always used to say, my mom's pretty old, like she's in her, eh, I would say her 50s, she's in her 50s, like, yeah. And her birthday is actually this month in January. She's in her 50s and she, when I was growing up, she would always say things to me like, children should be seen, not heard. And it used to piss me the fuck off. Like as a kid, nothing used to piss me off more than when she said that shit. And I couldn't understand why it bothered me so much until I'm doing, you know, now that I'm older, I'm doing all this research about parenting. I'm doing all this research about reparenting yourself, about emotional uh, maturity, emotional immaturity. And I'm finding out that silencing your child is a big, you know, thing that emotionally immature parents do. Like, they never give you a chance to explain yourself, to talk back, or to speak unless spoken to, you know? And the idea that, again, for me as a Black person, this traces back to slavery. If you're not Black and you're listening to this, um, this may not apply to you, but if you're Black, you understand what I mean. This idea that the parent has to be the master of the household, everything that I say goes, and what everything I don't say doesn't go, and you know, you have to do what I say because I own you, I'm your parent. This idea that the child is an extension of the parent, therefore is property of the parent, I think it really does originate from slavery days. This idea that you can own human beings, you know, and don't get me wrong, this isn't me saying that you 
as a parent, you have, you know, you don't have the right to say that's my child or whatever. Of course you do. That is your kid. Um, regardless if, if they're your biological child or you adopted them or whatever, if you're raising that kid, that is your kid. But at the same time, you have to understand that children are just small people. A child is only a child for about maybe, what, less than 18 years of its life? You know, human the human life expectancy in America is well beyond 70. It's like 75, I believe. You know, you only spend so much time as a kid, only but so much time. And that little bit of time impacts you for the rest of your life. If you're ruling over your child, if in your household you're treating your child as if they're a piece of property, how do you think that's going to affect them when they grow up? You know? Um, and this brings me back to something actually that I was I saw the other day. I was on I was on Twitter, uh, and there's like this trend on TikTok that's like, tell me you had strict parents without telling you that you had strict parents. And I see this this person. They're like a, a a white person, a young white person, a junior, and they didn't specify if in high school or in college. Although I assumed high school, and like a little skinny young blonde person and this person just described their home life and it was like the saddest thing I have ever heard in my life they were like you know my parents um don't allow me to have any type of social media they have the access uh access codes they have the passwords to all of uh, my emails all of my accounts everything you know, anytime I want to use social media, I have to use a burner phone. They put locks on the snack cabinet so I can't eat, uh, you know, and she was like, they put bars on the windows and that person is like, I live on the second floor of my house. Imagine putting bars on, on the second story in your child's bed, bars, like, like the person showed a pic, uh, a picture, the person recording flip their camera they were literally like bars like you would see in a prison and you know obviously a lot of people were like this isn't strict parenting this is abuse but what i saw that surprised me were so many people that were agreeing with it they were like well you know i don't agree with the bars on the window and the locks on the snap cabinets that's a bit excessive but everything else just sounds like good parenting and i was just like you see this is why we need to we need to get people to understand that children are not property they're not furniture they're not you know inanimate objects that you can buy sell pick up move around they're people they have feelings they have thoughts they have ideas human beings have free will children have free will and i noticed that a lot of free-spirited children and free-willed children their parents see it as defiance they get mad they get upset because oh they're not doing what i said the way i said to do it and they're not obeying my rules and it's like rather than you getting upset and you punishing your child for doing childish things <laughs> and experiencing the world for the first time how about you have some empathy how about you have some compassion how about you have some patience to parent because that's what you need to do as a parent you need to have patience that is a sign of emotional maturity having the patience to explain something to somebody to to guide somebody to help somebody your job as a parent is not to rule over the household 
your job as a parent is not to abuse your children it's not to hit them strike them it's not to make them feel bad about themselves tell them that they're too fat that they're too too dark too 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 their hair is too nappy their hair is too long their hair is too you know like your job as a parent isn't to be your child's first bully your job is to guide them and give them the tools to survive so that when you're not around anymore they'll be okay that is what parents do in the wild you know parents animal parents that's what they do they show their kids what to do how to survive how to hunt how to build um themselves a little a little place a little shelter or how to find shelter how to get water like they teach their kids these things and then they leave that's what parents are supposed to do they're supposed to help you mature help you be better help you be you know help you survive and then they step out like in order to be a good parent you need to trust your child you need to have faith that you you've raised a good kid because if you're so concerned with the locks on the windows you you have all all the passwords to their phones you have all the passwords to their emails their social media accounts their everything you have to know exactly where they are when they are, what you what who they're with at whatever time that's another thing that, um the person said in their tiktok they were like anytime i try to go out they won't let me leave unless they have pictures of the person um the name of all the people they're going to be with uh the person's address their phone number then they google the phone number to make sure it matches the nu- like that is insanity that is insane because while there are some people that are like oh well they're just trying to make sure that their child is safe and i get that there is a line between safety and just helicoptering you know like there is a line between trying to be a good parent and being a dictator a police authority a police person a cop and i don't like those you know your job isn't to be a cop you're not supposed to be the neighborhood watch in your fucking house you're supposed to be your mom you're supposed to be your dad you're supposed to be the grandma the grandpa the aunt the uncle whatever you are your job is not to make your child feel as though they've already been committed guilty of a crime because that makes kids seek out rebellion even more like i don't understand why so many abusive and strict parents don't seem to get that the more you try to keep somebody underneath your thumb the more they will try to find a way to wriggle out you know and that leads to dangerous situations it leads to kids stepping onto college campuses for the first time having freedom for the first time in their life and going insane there are kids that get blackout drunk they get sexually assaulted because they're blackout drunk and they have no idea where they are they don't know what happened there are kids that overdose on drugs there are kids that become homeless because they ran away from home at such a young age and it's like if you really care for your child why are you pushing them away if you really care for your child don't smother them until they feel like they have to run away or they have to seek out some type of you know some type of outside thing to make them feel the love that you never gave them because you treated them like a fucking prisoner now on the other hand there are parents who are also not just abusive and emotionally immature but just neglectful like there are parents that give their kids way too much freedom in the sense that i mean they give them so much freedom because they don't want a parent like parents that just leave their kids home alone for hours on end hours on end they don't call they don't tell them when they're coming back 
they literally just pick up their stuff and leave be like see ya you know there's money on the table get buy yourself food if you want to like there are parents that treat their kids like roommates versus actual children you know and these types of parents i'm not really sure why they really became parents like i feel like some people become parents because they like the aesthetic of having a baby and they like the idea that society has handed down to them of being a cute little wife or a cute little husband with a baby and whatever and again most people think about babies the way they think about puppies like oh they're so cute like i can't wait to have a baby i can't wait to have a puppy and then when you actually get the thing you realize oh this is a lot more work than i thought it would be and by that point you're already stuck with it so you either have to see it through or you give it to somebody else and most people in the case of babies anyway tend to see it through but not in a way that is particularly productive to the child's development and again, I don't think that a lot of people purposely try to be bad parents, but that doesn't minimize the fact that there is still so much trauma that is caused by bad parents. There's still so much trauma caused by abusive parents, neglectful parents, emotionally immature parents. All these types of people are regular everyday people. And it's like, it's, it's hard for someone who knows somebody you know, if you know somebody in a platonic sense, if you're just friends with them or your coworkers, or you see them around every day and they tell you that they have kids, you have no way of knowing if they're a good parent or not just by what they tell you. You know, because uh, a narcissistic person, they'll lie to you. They'll tell you all these great things about themselves and none of them are true. You know, I'm the best parent in the world. I take my kids on vacations. You know, I'm always buying them stuff for Christmas, for their birthdays, for, for every day, for every little holiday. I'm always buying them. We're always going to Disneyland. Like they could be telling you all of these things and all of it could be a lie. They could be beating their kid at home. They could be kicking them in the face. They could be starving them. They could be doing a whole bunch of fucked up shit. And people have, you know, people do do this. And I haven't realized how prevalent child abuse is until 2020, until this year, because I used to think that my family was unique in the sense that we were like one of the only people. <laughs> I don't know why I felt about this growing up. I felt like I was the only person with a fucked up family. Now that I'm older, I realize everybody has a fucked up family, regardless of how much money you have, how good you look, how good you dress, whatever iPhone, AirPods, whatever you have, it doesn't matter. You most likely have a fucked up family or family member that you just would love to forget about. And we don't like to talk about this. We're embarrassed to talk about these things because they make us feel as though that we're lesser than other people because we see the Instagram, we see the, the Twitters, we see the matching pajama on Christmas pictures, we see the family vacation pictures, we see the family group chats. We don't see the pain, the abuse, the crying, the I never want to talk to you again. I fucking hate you i never want to see you again in my life we don't see those things because on social media nobody posts about how terrible their life is or well they don't really usually <laughs> uh some people do it as a joke or some people actually do it like in, in a venting sort of way but people take it as a joke so it's like shit on social media is never really taken seriously it, it can very rarely be taken seriously and nobody can really feel what you're feeling in the heat of the moment so it makes me so sad that there's so many bad parents out there, you know, that there's so many people who are hurting because of their bad parents that they don't even realize it. There are people that are acting out right now. There are people that are hypersexual, that are addicted to drugs, that are all types of in complex situations just because of their parents or the parents' marriage or the lack of parents. And it's like, bro, 
all of this stuff it is amazing how despite the fact that childhood is the most maybe possibly one of the most impactful you know childhood is probably one of the most impactful um stages of your life we just act like it's not like we just act like people are born they go you know they grow up and then they're just adults and then that's just how they are for the rest of their life it's like no you're an adult you're a child in an adult's body you know your personality is still the same your thoughts your likes your dislikes are still mostly the same you know like you are still who you are or who you were as a child at your core you're just a grown-up kid and all the insecurities from your parents all of the trauma from your family all of that will follow you throughout your life and infect every single relationship that you have including the relationships with your children unless you do something to combat it and yeah i think that's all i want to say for now tune in next time whenever i feel like uploading <laughs>